Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Welcome to the 27th episode of the No Shame on You podcast. No Shame on You is an organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising mental health awareness. I am Wendy Singer, Director of Programming for No Shame on You. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by a special human being, Avram Mlotek. Avram is a rabbi, cantor, actor, writer, a grandchild of Holocaust refugees and Yiddish cultural leaders. He is the author of Why Jews Do That, or 30 Questions Your Rabbi Never Answered, and Passover in a Pandemic. In 2015, he co-founded BASE, a new model for Jewish practice that reaches out to the unaffiliated young adults in the world, now operating in nine cities. He worked as the Manhattan rabbi for BASE for six years and currently serves as spiritual director for the International BASE program. Avram's writing has appeared in so many places, including the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, the New York Daily News, JTA, the Forward, Tablet, the Jerusalem Post, and so many more. The New York Jewish Week has called him a leading innovator in Jewish life today. And in May 2016, Avram was listed as one of America's most inspiring rabbis by the foreword. A graduate of Brandeis University and Yeshivat Chuch Vevei Torah, he is currently pursuing a master's of social work at Fordham University and is a first year resident at the Blayton Peel Counseling Institute and Counseling Center. He is the proud Tati to Ravi, Hillel, and Shabtai. Hello, welcome to our podcast. Hi, Wendy. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming. And we're just so excited. We know you're a busy man and that you found time for us is um is I, we are full of gratitude. So let's just start by telling us about yourself, fill in the holes of, of what I missed in your incredible bio, um, where you're from and your mental health journey. Sure. Uh, where to begin? Maybe from the middle. Uh, um, I, you know, I, 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 I'm a grandchild of Holocaust uh, refugees, and uh, that colors uh, who I am in so many ways. Uh, because uh, you know, I was I was privileged really to grow up with my grandparents and and their stories, and uh, stories of of resilience, but also stories of trauma um, and displacement. And um, I grew up speaking Yiddish, uh, which was of course the language of of the more than six million Jews who were murdered in World War II. Um, I grew up not just uh, you know. Um, uh, speaking Yiddish, but singing Yiddish, uh, even singing Yiddish Holocaust uh, songs. I would tease my dad that I knew, uh, you know, Yiddish Holocaust songs before I knew English nursery rhymes. Um, so in that way, you know, the 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 legacy of of the Holocaust is was and is never far from 
from my heart. Um, but I, uh, I also, I tease my folks that I grew up confused to docs. That is to say, you know, we grew up with, um, with a, with a vibe in a vibrant Jewish home, but communally we're, uh, in all different types of places and environments. And, uh, now I cherish that because it informed my own understanding of the plurality of the Jewish people, uh, the diversity of the Jewish family, but also the oneness of, of that of that family. And uh, um, it's what I think also led me to to pursue the rabbinate and to want to to um, you know to 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 do the work that I currently do in base. Um, which is to support young folks who might not necessarily fi- find themselves at home in an institutional uh, home, but are uh, still seeking Judaism and still seeking an entry point. And um, uh, that's, um, that's, I'm trying to respond to the question here. My, you know, my, my, my mental health journey, I think I, you know, like, like I said, like, uh, the the trauma of, of my of my grandparents was never far from from me. Um, I was always a uh, you know I loved singing as a kid. I was also a pretty serious uh, kid, and I you know I think I, I I struggled with depression fairly early on when I was in uh, middle school and uh, later in high school. Uh, my first you know one of my first days of, of classes in high school, September eleventh, two thousand and one. Um, yeah, I don't remember a classmate uh, of ours, you know, leaving um, the classroom to go check in on her dad, who ultimately uh, perished in the in the in the towers. Um, but you know, our 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 high school was along Central Park West, so we heard the the sirens going before we knew what was what was actually happening. Um, and then later, as a young adult, was 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 diagnosed with with uh, with depression and. Um, so you know, but uh, in that way, that that's a that's a, those are some of the the quote unquote like you know uh, labels or 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 uh, or touch points. But um, I, I try to think of mental health more holistically, like it, it's been part of my own uh, story, you know, and my own in the, in the same way that Yiddish and my own upbringing is, is always part of my story. So it goes hand in hand. Thank you. And one of the reasons why I reached out to you was I read an article that you published within the last year. I think it was about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that article and what inspired you to write it now? Sure. You know, in my own rabbinate, I've, I've strived to be an ally uh, and an advocate for 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 a variety of of folks and, and, and issues, um, at base, uh, we would host, um, we would host, uh, you know, a support space, which was a gathering for folks, um, to check in on how they were doing emotionally and, and the like, um, and had been always open with my own struggles with, uh, with my, with depression. And, um, it was really in rabbinical school that, um, I first had my major depressive episodes and was grateful to have discovered um, Hasidut, sort of Jewish spiritual literature, uh, and to sort of tap into some of 
those like um, wellsprings of, of of spiritual resistance that are within our uh, within the Jewish people's um, you know lexicon. But uh, I I you know what what led that article was um, was was a pretty dark episode of my own depression and and um, and and um, you know learning uh, learning that I I carried bipolar which 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 you know lives in my family in addition to depression and um, you know learning about that um, in ways that you know it, learning about that not in a linear path because there wasn't really a, a, a linear path it was it was a it was a dark and uh, confusing path because I was here. I was trying to do all this work and trying to show up in my life in all these ways and in relationship with with all these different people. Most importantly, you know, my my partner and my kids. And yet, I still um, was feeling this numbness and darkness and um, and real despair. And uh, the and the medicine that I was on wasn't working. You know, it wasn't helping me. And uh, I had a um, almost, you know, thanks to thanks to finally seeking other medical care, uh, you know, see, see, seeking counsel and, and other psychiatrists, and 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 um, you know, I I sought a new uh, type of treatment, and um, where I, I was able to receive a new diagnosis of, of yeah of major depressive disorder and also the, and and bipolar and uh, you know. Uh, in addition to anxiety, which all of the Jewish people carry, you know, spend some time, uh, a couple of weeks, um, in an inpatient, you know, facility, uh, where I was able to still be in touch with, you know, my life and loved ones from home in a pretty ongoing regular way, but also in a way that allowed me to focus on myself, um, in a way that I hadn't been able to. And so it was really, and over the course of that time, also, you know, I'm getting on new medicine, you know, and and getting into this new treatment plan and uh, really discovering um, a whole new path for myself, you know, feeling feeling um, lighter and uh, just m- more um, able to to carry the weight, the weights, uh, you know, and responsibilities that I that I've that I that I try to shoulder, and um, so it was really that experience, this that whole experience of from the low to not high, but to sort of to the the low to the light, um, and uh, that that led me to to write what I did, um, in uh, not only wanting to give voice to my own you know um, struggle. Uh, because I, 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 I fear that often those of us in, in helping pr- professions, whether we're rabbis, educators, social workers, therapists, whoever uh, we are, uh, you know, we, we tend to play the superhero. Um, uh, I wanted to I wanted to give voice to my own um, struggle, uh, but really w- in the hope that it would serve um, as a reminder uh, or as just as an example for others who are still suffering and still in the pits, uh, which I, I'm so familiar with, uh, that that uh, darkness uh, isn't eternal and doesn't have to be um, 
uh, as lonesome, you know, um, as, as it is. Uh, so, so that's really what brought that piece to life. And after publishing this piece, what resulted for yourself or from the community? There was a real outpouring of love and support uh, in ways that now almost seem like, oh, obvious. Yeah, you know, you, you, you share, you, t- you, you rip off a Band-Aid in public. Uh, of course, um, you, you'll be greeted with love. But um, at the time, I uh, felt, um, you know, pretty terrifying, you know, and, um, and f- f- not that I was suffering in silence, but uh, I-, I was really, <laughs> you know, I was, I had been suffering in, in, in silence, I guess. I, 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 uh, um, I, it was, it was a powerful response to, to, to that, to that silent suffering, to know that, to that people are there, um, and care in different ways, you know, both publicly and privately in, in, in different ways that, um, uh, you know, people that I know and people that I hadn't heard from or people I, I don't know, even organizations responding, uh, in pretty powerful ways. So I, I'm grateful that it, it touched a nerve. Uh, you know, we're living in a once in a lifetime pandemic. How has being a rabbi affected your mental health and how has mental health affected your work as a rabbi? Um, you know, I think to be a rabbi is to be a teacher, right? That's literally what it, what it means. But I think, um, rabbis wear so many different roles, uh, uh, and, um, as teacher, yeah, and as ritual shaper and guide and helper, but also as a pastor and uh, uh, as someone you know who who holds and can hold you in potentially uh, tumultuous times, um, life cycles, you know, from birth to death, and is there with you in those uh, moments. So, being a rabbi, you know, you're privy to a whole range of human experience. Uh, if you're pa- if you're pastoring and working uh, with uh, with people in the, in that sense, so um, you see their lives and their health, their mental health on 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 uh, at a uh, you know in a whole range and and display, um, and uh, and it's it's um, it's all of the things. I think it's 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 a privilege first and foremost because you're allow you're you're granted. Uh, access into people's intimate like sp- spaces and parts of their life. Uh, it's nourishing uh, in that uh, it rem- it gives you hope and, and reminds you of um, of of why we do what we do. You know, remi- uh, in terms of the the I think purpose of of the Jewish people and, and the like. That um, could also be uh, exhausting. Um, because we are, uh, you know, clergy are, are uh, expected to be available um, 24-8 um, in, in various uh, ways, which of course is unsustainable. And uh, it's not only clergy or rabbis, it's, it's, like I said before, others who are in that 
those types of healing or helping uh, roles. Um, but uh, I wouldn't, ch- that being said, I, you know, uh, I wouldn't change, I, I could never give up being a rabbi. Um, because, and in the same way that I can't give up my, my mental health, they're, they're part and parcel. They go, they go, they, they're part of you know, making me who I am. Um, Thank you. We're so grateful that you are part of the clergy and that you've had this personal life experience. And I'm, I'm sure that it is it, the relationships you form are incredibly meaningful. We are all experiencing what I call Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that movie, Groundhog's Day? Of course, Day? yeah. We are on repeat and we've all woken up to the same scene with the upsurge of COVID-19 Omicron style. How are you feeling about this? How are you finding hope during these complicated times? I hear you loud and clear. You know, uh, I, I, I was walking outside just the other week and, you know, witnessed all these long lines of New Yorkers getting uh, their PCR for PCR tests and uh, the stores are out of rapid tests. And, um, you know, it's a throwback to March, 2020. And we, I think all of us carry that, uh, that PTSD in in many ways of, of remembering the lockdown and, and, uh, and just that we're still in this moment. We're still in this once in a lifetime uh, pandemic. Uh, For me, I, 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 I always, I, I look to my ancestors um, and I try and think of the times and the conditions in which they lived, uh, whether it's my grandparents uh, and um, you know, living through uh, World War II uh, and pre- or previous Jewish generations. Uh, you know, I, I always say, well, this is my first pandemic. Uh, this is not the Jewish people's first uh, pandemic. And uh, so in that sense, I, I, I gained spiritual nourishment just from that fact, from knowing that I'm part of a community and the people who have been here uh, before and, uh, and will continue to be here long after me and long after COVID. Um, and um, I, I try to remember to breathe uh, because in those moments of calm, of breath, calm can come in. And remind me that at least in this very instant, I'm not necessarily under attack. Uh, and I, I personally am blessed to have, uh, you know, a healthy, uh, my health and, 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 a, and a healthy family. Um, and it's challenging, right? Because not everyone can say that. And, um, um, but I think, you know, attuning ourselves to the moment, allowing us ourselves first and foremost to feel to feel whatever it is we might be feeling, whether that's fear or even a little bit of despair, or pain, sadness, grief. Like it's it's in naming those uh, emotions. I think that um, we can. Either, well, hey, there's no shame in 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 it to to riff off of uh, you know our host uh, organization. But uh, I think, if anything, we can gain strength actually from from naming uh, those those feelings. I think that is 
a, a wonderful thought. And I love the idea. I know with my own kids, when they have bumps, sometimes, sometimes it's harder for young people. And certainly for myself, when I was younger and I would have bumps um, in my mental health or life, you don't have the perspective of, will I get out of this? Will things get better? And so often I'll have that conversation with, with, with friends or my kids. And I love how you tied it back to not only your own personal life experience, but the generations that came before us. Mm. And um, I think that's a, a beautiful way to think about it. I'm going to take that. So thank you. Thank you. I want to come back to your work as a rabbi and your experience as now a a new and upcoming mental health professional and your personal life experience. Is there anything, do you want to comment on what the role, what role does religion in spirituality play in mental health? Hmm. Again, I think because I, I, I tend to think of these things holistically, I don't see them, um, you know, as separate parts. I just, or may, I, maybe they're just different, you know, they're different ways in to a, to a self, to a person's self. Um, I certainly think having a, a strong spiritual foundation uh, you know, religious uh, practice and world uh, can uh, help lead to a uh, can help in leading a, a um, in one's life. But it's not to say you know mental health struggles don't emerge. Right, the idea that you, um, you oh only certain people suffer from mental illness is is preposterous. It's as pervasive as the pandemic and and relentless as as it right in terms of generations in terms of you know uh uh just religions in terms of religious practice uh, all and 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 so um i think that's important to be able to to name um you know there's a hebrew uh prayer that gets recited daily before the shema um which says and we will feel no shame forever and ever uh, and it's in the context of living a life of of torah and uh mitzvot uh, you know of command the commandments connectedness and i think often we might those of us in the religious in religious communities might uh try to think well no if we're this then we shouldn't be this or um but uh, you know i don't think that's that's helpful or even healthy thinking uh, you know uh, i think of the walt whitman quote um uh, do I contradict myself? I'm large. I contain multitudes, you know, and human beings are, are, are just that. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure if I answered the question, but that's, that's my, that's my response to it. Does mental health issues and challenges come up in the Torah specifically? Hmm. Well, I love that question. Um, I think so. I think so. I mean, the entire book of, of Psalms uh, is King David, who it's tr- traditionally attributed to pouring out his heart in moments of joy from the hallelujahs and moments of despair, um, where he calls God uh, the healer of the brokenhearted and asks God to hear him and to see him and to save him from his 
despair and his crying. Uh, and we have those store. We have you know that we have narrative stories too, where we encounter human emotion. I mean, if we're encountering human beings, we're encountering uh, mental health um, because mental health is like spiritual health. It's 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 health. It's part of who they are. So. In so much as the Torah tells this, features stories of human beings, of course, the Torah deals with uh, mental health and Judaism. Uh, also, you know, there, there are, um, you know, we have, I think for me, you know, discovering Hasidut, discovering uh, the writings of, you know, of, of Rabbi Nachman, particularly when I was feeling depressed. And to think of Rabbi Nachman, who him, himself was, a depressive who lost a son who and also lived amid immense persecution of the jewish people and and uh um and po amid poverty too um gave gave me such again spiritual like resilience so i think there's there's much to be able to draw on there from our own people's narratives and stories thank you maybe we have a new project for you to <laughs> compile <laughs> compile um resources that way. Um, on that note about what's next, what is next for you? You have, you're a writer, mm -hmm. you're a speaker, you're a podcaster yourself. I heard your podcast. Um, you're, and now you're, you're going on to further education in a master's of social work. So what is next for you and your vision for the future? <laughs> well, I'm continuing my work uh, with uh, BASE as the, as the spiritual director of BASE where we, um, we're actually looking to hire two new couples in Denver and, and uh, Bay Area and California. Um, but I, I'm, I'm finishing my MSW. I'm, I'm entering my last uh, semester uh, and continuing in the Psychoanalytic Institute uh, there. I'm actually working on a, on a book, new book right now uh, called The Torah of Mental Health. Um, and it's far Perfect. from <laughs> it's far from being done, but um, it, you know it's based off of some of those Nachman Rabbi Nachman of Bratislav texts with with a new commentary um, and uh, with some illustrations too, and uh, meant to be a sort of uh, you know a, a hand readable readable version, not a not a not a um, not a type of encyclopedic you know. Uh, 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 foray by any means so uh, i'm working on that pr writing project right now well we look forward to seeing it when it is released and sharing it widely with the no shame on you community <laughs> thank you i hope so well thank you for your time and your insight and sharing your personal experience with with the no shame on you community in the world and we are grateful for this conversation and we hope to continue the good work Thank you for all of uh, your uh, work. I think it's holy work, and I'm humbled to be able to be uh, a, a tiny part of it today. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a great day.